1: And now we'll jump to the Western Hotline. Thanks, Denny. I love the question, by the way. Uh, and we'll get Matt Bovay's answer to that one. Matt, first off, welcome. It's been a bit since I've talked to you. Happy Titans Thanks hate weekend.
2: Thanks, guys. How are you guys?
1: <laughs> Not too bad. Uh, hey, uh, 2000s Devils or uh, or the current Tennessee Titans? Which one's worse?
2: Oh, gosh, neither. I don't have <laughs> to think. what? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I would say 2000s Devils, probably, but that's... Not necessarily, agree- I don't feel super fun answering it that
1: way. Yeah, no, like it's a, it's never a fun question there. I, I had to get that one real quick just because of its caption, but Matt Beauvais now joining us on the West Hurrah Hotline. Matt, of course, Bills Titans, Monday night, a team with incredible expectations fulfilling them and even still playing sloppy. And on the other side, a team that lost to Bills Jr. in the New York Giants. Um, What are the expectations in this locker room? How how focused is this team looking with uh, knowing how close that they could have beat them last year?
2: Well, I think that they're saying all of the right things, that they're not thinking about that. But it's human nature that they have to be like they should have won that game last year. Josh slips. They missed some blocks. They should have won that game. And I think that they feel like they want revenge, even though this is a really new roster, really on both sides. And I think the Titans coming off the loss, if they weren't pick playing against the Bills, I would think they're a team that probably bounces back this week. But I think the Bills are a deeper team. I think the Bills are a better team. And I think even when you look back to that game last year, everybody remembers the big run from Derrick Henry. But A.J. Brown took over that game in the second half. The Bills had no answers to stop him. And he's not there anymore. So even with some questions about Dane Jackson, he did practice today. So that's a good side, but even with some questions about like who's going to be ready in the secondary, do their receivers really scare you that much? I mean, like their number one target right now is a rookie Kyle Phillips. There's Robert Woods, who's coming off of an injury, Traylon Burks. Like you should be able to handle those guys. So They're saying the right things that they don't care about last year, but I think they're still a little bit pissed off about how it ended, and I think they've got a little extra juice for this one.
1: Matt, the other thing about this uh, with the Bills, with the injuries in in this case as well, um, depth on the defensive line. Ed Oliver looks like he's not practicing. Meanwhile, Tim Settle does have practice gear on this morning. Uh, What what do you think has to happen here with the Bills' defensive depth uh, on the interior line to deal with a potent rushing attack like Derrick Henry?
2: Well, I think that if you don't have either of them with Settle or Oliver, then it would be a little bit more of a concern. If you have one of them, and it looks like because Settle was practicing a little bit today, that's a good sign. I think you would probably really like to have him available just to kind of stop the run. And that was one of the big things he was brought in to do, but they do have more depth on the defensive line than they've had in years past. Like obviously they miss a player like Harrison Phillips. He could do a little bit of everything, but I don't think Daquan Jones gets enough credit. I think there's a reason they brought him in here. And obviously he's got a ton of familiarity with the Titans and what they do well. So I think he could probably play a more expanded role boogie basham is coming off of a really strong game and i know he's more of an edge rusher but he does have some versatility on the inside that they can kind of slide him over so i think that they'll be okay i don't think that they love the position that they're in if they're out two defensive tackles but if one of those guys can play whether it's settle or oliver then i think they'll probably be able to manage
1: matt of course um This has just been the theme of the day for me today. I've chosen violence, and I want everybody's answer for it. Uh, What annoys you about the Tennessee Titans the most?
2: Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) My thing is them trying to do lateral plays (laughs) 20 years after Music City Miracle. Like, I was in the press box last year for the game, and when they tried that on the kickoff, the eyes in my head just rolled. I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe they're trying. So that's probably it for me. Um, Yeah, no, that's definitely it for me, actually.
1: Matt, of course, uh, you're a can-do-everything kind of guy. You cover the Bills. You cover the Sabres as well. Uh, With the Prospects Challenge hanging on this weekend here, have you been able to go out there and, and check out some of the young guys in the Sabres locker room?
2: No, I haven't really. I was out at development camp for a day earlier in the year, but I haven't been to prospects challenge. Um, I am interested to see kind of like what everybody thinks about Savoy. I also saw that Coolidge wasn't going to play, but now he's practicing and there's a chance he might play. So I guess that's a promising sign. But like for me, the Sabres have a deep prospects pool. The Sabres are going to do well in this tournament, even with only like half of their top end prospects actually participating. I'm excited about the prospects, but I'm more just kind of focusing in on training camp starting next week because the expectations this year for the team are, you know, like they're there. They could surprise a lot of people. They're going to be a team that's probably playing meaningful games in March and in April, and we haven't had that in a long time. So I am kind of optim I'm cautiously optimistic about the Sabres. That's the best way I would put it.
1: Fair enough there. Uh Matt, so I'll shift back then to the Bills here, of course, again. Even though this team did have its hiccups in a sense with you know, ball control, four turnovers, they still go ahead and rake the Rams with a twenty one point win. Uh the biggest thing when it comes to this offense now is gonna be able to try to slow down uh Isaiah Simmons, so what do you think the game plan could be for this team when it comes to dealing with another top-tier pass rusher?
2: Same thing they did. If it's not broke, don't fix it. You got the ball out of Josh's hands fast. You ran away from Aaron Donald. He's a game-changer. He's not quite Aaron Donald, but obviously he's still a really good player. So get the ball out of your hands fast. If there's a play breakdown, and that's the big thing. That's one of the reasons that Josh Allen is so special. On those times when the ball doesn't come out of his hand that fast, he can kind of manipulate himself around the field, move himself out of the pocket, and extend plays. So it's not like it's something that, oh, my gosh, you have to get the ball out of your hand in less than three seconds on every single play, but if you can consistently do that and just kind of dink and dunk your way down the field, and then when the big play opens itself up, then you attack, I think that should be the game plan. And I think that's probably going to be the game plan whenever they're facing either a really elite defensive lineman or a really strong defensive line unit. It seemed to work against the Rams, and I'm kind of of the belief that, like, hey, keep it, keep on keeping on. But think about the Bills. There's so much versatility. Like, even if that doesn't work, Josh can sit back in the pocket and pick up our defenses, or he can, you know, run all over the place. So they have a lot of different ways that they can beat teams.
1: Matt, uh, first game for Ken Dorsey calling plays. Um, what was your take on how this Bills team looked like they didn't seem to skip a beat and what's your impression of him as you've been able to speak with him throughout the uh, start of the year
2: he seems like he's got a pretty good head on his shoulders I think that a lot of this is an important month for Ken Dorsey because he needs to kind of establish like what he wants to do but I was really impressed with him being able to like understand that they did a lot of things really well in the past and it's okay to go back to like that it's okay to kind of Play the greatest hit. That's what has made you successful. Like that play, the first touchdown of the season at Gabe Davis, they ran that so many times with Brian Dable as their offensive coordinator. And Dorsey's sitting there as the QB coach. And he's like, wow, that play really, really works. And then like even at practice, there's been a lot of things that they've really specifically been working on at practice that I thought translated into the game. The Isaiah McKenzie touchdown is a great example of that. It's just like a quick drop back throw the ball as low as you can. So it's either going to be caught by the wide receiver or it's just going to be an incomplete pass. So like, I think he's putting his own little wrinkle on it. I liked kind of the movement of the offensive line and how they were trying to bump things out a little bit, but you know, it's only one game. So really good start, but also a long way to go.
1: Matt, I'd like a prediction for Monday night, as well yep. as your best shot at a statistical hot take for the game.
2: Okay, Ooh. Okay. my prediction for the game is Bills 31, Titans 21. I think that the Titans are going to hang around a little bit longer than they should just because that's kind of what they do, but the Bills are the better team. And then as far as my statistical hot take, I'm going to say that I think Dawson Knox, I don't know what his lines are, but Dawson Knox will be much more involved than he was week one. I think he's going to have a lot of catches, maybe he gets into the end zone. I know after his contract extension, he didn't have, you know, the best statistical game, his first game, but yeah, I think Dawson Knox is going to have a really nice day.
1: Getting a lot of Dawson Knox love both you and Greg Thompson saying the same. I like it. So, Hey, maybe it's just speaking it into existence, Matt. Maybe. If, if they're not following you for some reason at this point, let the good people know where to find you.
2: No channel seven and on Twitter, Matt underscore beauvais, Thanks for having me on guys. And, uh, We've also got the podcast with Sal. It's always game day in Buffalo. So we've always got something going on here.
1: And that one you can actually find on our website at WGR550.com. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate your time, as always. Thanks. Have a good one, guys. All right. That's Matt Beauvais of WKBW Channel 7 here in Buffalo.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.